Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Hope you are having a fantastic week. I was hoping to give you some um, some news about some new books out, but unfortunately, they've all been delayed. This year, this year has been a year of delay across the board, hasn't it? We've had um, a lot of a uh, number of audio books uh, for our short stories series, which have been um, delayed. The production of those has been delayed due to coronavirus. So, um, Arabic, Brazilian, Portuguese, the audio was like all lined up to happen, and then and then. Um, COVID happened, and so they kind of shut down all the recording studios. So we're playing, we're kind of playing a game of catch up at the moment. But I, I'm hoping that by the end of the year, we will um, have a lot more things coming out. We've got intermediate short stories in German and French, which is really nice. Uh, I've also got some new, uh, some really exciting kind of creative new things that we're putting out um, via Ollie Richards Publishing, which is my new my new publishing venture. And of course, you know that I will let you know about those. As, as and when they come out. So without any further ado, I think we should crack on with today's episode. Now, this is a topic that's come up periodically um, on the podcast. And it's kind of like, I feel like every now and again, it's important to revisit that because uh, the, so the topic is a, about introversion and being an introvert. And uh, I consider myself a big introvert. And this comes as a big surprise to lots of people because obviously like my public, my public facing side is very outgoing, right? I'm always making videos, podcasts. I've trained myself to speak energetically about stuff so that you get excited as well with me and all that because that's just more interesting, right? But um, I am an introvert very much. And um, this has a big impact on my language learning. And the more people I meet, the more I realize, you know, there's lots of introverts out there and people don't always understand what it means to be an introvert. So I'm not going to get into exactly what it means to be an introvert here because it's a big topic and people have got, you know, conflicting ideas um, uh, on it. But, you know, suffice it to say, I think the most important thing for non-introverts and even introverts to know is that being introverted doesn't mean that you're shy, right? It doesn't mean that you are sort of cowering away from any kind of social interaction you can be like me quite outgoing but also introverted so for me personally what that means is yeah i can really enjoy social interactions um and and need social interactions but i also reach a point where i need to leave and to be alone and to have my own time right so having my own time is how i recharge um that's what it means for me for other people uh, it means other things. Uh, shyness and anxiety often come into the mix, but I, I don't think that necessarily means that you are introverted. I think you can be extroverted and also shy. Quite complex. Anyway, what we're going to be talking about today is eight things. If you're an introvert, you need to know about language learning. So if you if you are curious about this, hopefully it will um, it will um, guide you. And in fact, the stuff I've just what I've just talked about is number one. The fact that being introverted means different things to different people. Um, and, and so really the main thing I think everybody needs to do is to just to try on an ongoing basis to understand what that means for you. Because once you understand, like so many things in life, right? Once you understand what it means, then you can actually learn to play to your strengths. I found this a lot in um, as I've kind of learned to, to get fit and healthy, which I am at the moment. I'm very pleased to say that I'm, I'm in good shape, very extremely healthy. Um, 
And so much of that, of my success with that has come from learning to understand me and things that you might, I might have considered previously to be a weakness, actually to accept them and to say, right, well, how can I turn this into a strength? Um, so yeah, so this is number one, being an introvert means different things to different people. Number two, there is no rush to start speaking. Now there is a kind of idea, especially in, in online, in the online language world that, uh, learning a language means starting to speak right from the start. So on day one of learning your language, you're out there speaking with people. You take, you take lessons and you should be speaking in the language right from the beginning. Malarkey doesn't mean that at all. Speaking can come much later in the learning process, much, 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 much later, months later, in fact. Um, and as an introvert, what this means for you is that if you try to speak too early, well, you don't have the linguistic ability yet to really communicate. You don't have the words and phrases that you need. You're not, you're really not going to enjoy it because it's not meaningful communication. Okay. What's, what's, what's the prize that's available for you as, as an introvert? If you delay speaking and say, right, I'm just going to, you know, spend a bit of time learning the language, learning new words and phrases and grammar, getting, you know, building up my proficiency in the language and then starting to speak. The big advantage that you've got there is that when you do come to speak, you can actually have a meaningful conversation. And as an introvert, that's going to be much more, much more um, meaningful for you um, because, you know, introverts tend tend to be more uh, nervous about about social interactions, social pressure, things like that. Not always, but a lot of the time. Right. So by delaying speaking and by not giving yourself the pressure of thinking, you know, I really have to speak by delaying that. You're going to you're really playing to your strengths and are going to have a much better time of it. Number three, learning a language does not mean talking to strangers. Now, for me, there is no, like I've always felt a kind of pressure in a way whenever I've been traveling abroad. I've kind of felt to myself, hey, you know what? Um, I sh when I, I should be talking to people, I should talk to the guy in the shop girl on the street, whatever. I should just be talking to people. That's what it means to learn a language, right? But there is, no, I will tell you now, there is nothing I hate more than practicing a new language with strangers. I hate it. And there's lots of reasons for this. It's high pressure because like, this is someone you don't know and they're judging you, right? And if you forget, if you go up and start talking to somebody and you forget the words you need or uh, whatever, then it's like, you know, it's high pressure. You've got, you've got no pre-existing relationship to lean back on. It's socially awkward because like you're talking to someone that you don't know. They don't know you. They probably don't want to talk to you. And if you're just talking to strangers, it's hard to have a kind of meaningful conversation anyway, because you're interrupting their day. They probably don't want to sit there and talk to you for, for hours. So for me, it's like, yes, you've got this, this theoretical opportunity to practice your language, but all of the, the whole nature of that kind of conversation is, is like not, um, not, it's not set up for, for, uh, for a kind of, for to be a real learning opportunity. Right. And, but I used to think there was something wrong with me for not wanting to do this. But as I kind of learned about myself and the way that I learn, I decided to flip that around and say, okay, well, I'm not a fan of speaking to strangers. So what am I a fan of? How can I turn this into a secret weapon? And I realized that for me, the secret for me to learn to speak a language was to create and this is number four, to create safe speaking environments. Now, um, safe speaking environments are an environment where you are with somebody that you feel comfortable speaking with. 
This is usually someone that you know, like a tutor or a friend or a speaking partner, language exchange partner, whatever it may be. Introverts learn best when they're in control. When they are, when they decide that, okay, now, now, I want to speak right now. You know, I want to do this right now. I, because introverts tend to need to manage their energy, right? Like, so, like I said before, I'm actually really social, but when I'm ready to go, I'm gone, because my, because I just need to manage my energy in different ways, right? And so, when you create safe speaking environments, you're in control of who you're speaking to, when you're doing it, and where you're doing it as well. And what this means is you're able to better manage your energy, which means you're going to feel more comfortable and you're going to enjoy it far more. It's so different from the pressure and the and the sort of silliness of um, forcing yourself to speak to to strangers on the street. Right? So number four is to create safe speaking environments. And along and in that vein, number five is to focus on a few strong relationships over meeting random people. So. If you think about it, if you want to get practice in a language, you could just go out and talk to as many people as possible. And then so every day you just go and talk to lots of new people. And I've got friends who do that. And it's, it's, it's I, I mean, I'm so, I'm so impressed because it's such a great skill. I can't do that myself. It doesn't work for me. Instead, the way that I harness my superpowers is I spend most of my practice time with like two or three people. So I'll have, I'll develop relationships with two or three people like language partners tutors friends things like that people that i can practice the language with sometimes i'm paying them in the case of a tutor right other times not they're just friends but these are people who for whatever reason i can meet i can meet with regularly and feel comfortable speaking with um they're tolerant of my mistakes there's no pressure there they're not judging me and and so i know that the path for me to improve my speaking practice is to have two or three people who I can really, really uh, spend time with, meet regularly and practice. Because when I have those strong relationships, I then don't care about practicing with, with strangers. I'm able to release myself of that obligation and say, no, my way of practicing is with these two or three people who I, who I really like, I enjoy speaking with, and can do it regularly. So moving on to some more tactical stuff here. Number six is to learn and practice common greetings. For me, as, and I don't know whether this is as like due to my introversion or some kind of shyness, I'm not sure what it is, um, but I often find that first interaction with somebody to be the hardest, right? So if you are, if you do need to talk to somebody in the language, maybe you're traveling or whatever, um, maybe you talk to, you're talking to, you, ha you have a, a reason to talk to somebody, maybe you need to ask for something in a shop, maybe you, a friend of yours is introducing you to somebody in that language. Like that first moment, the first words spoken are the hardest, aren't they? So one really powerful way to control the anxiety and the unpredictable nature of that situation is to get really good at conversation starters and um, asking questions. So, you know, most conversations, whether it's in a shop or you're getting introduced to someone or you're going up and speaking to someone, follow a sensible pattern, follow a predictable pattern. You know, of the you know, on a simple level, it's excuse me, yes, can I ask you a question? Of course, that kind of thing. Like that, that's a that's a pattern which we follow socially in order to be socially cool, right? We 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 that's how we um, avoid being rude. It's how we navigate our way through through society with people, and you can learn and practice these things in your target language. So 
when, especially when I've been abroad, I, I've spent a long time really learning those those really common interaction patterns, practicing them and mastering them, because that has given me the confidence I need to really uh, to, to take part in common interactions, um, like a, a lot more readily and without too much anxiety. Okay, so learning and practicing those common greetings, um, even role playing, you can do this by role playing um, with with a tutor or a friend. Um, but you know, learning different variations, practicing them even like uh, practicing them on flashcards or something like that that can that's that's a hack that can help you um uh ha that can help you kind of artificially uh um drum up your confidence number seven is to focus on input-based learning now for regular listeners of the podcast for you this will come as no surprise but as an introvert you are playing to your advantages and to your strengths when you use a method that focuses on uh, input which means learning through reading and listening. So we, again, I won't go into the, the, why that's a good method anyway. Um, when you focus on, on, when you're learning through input, basically you're learning the language naturally in context, which gives you a very strong foundation to then go on to start speaking later. My whole story learning methodology, my courses like, like Spanish Uncovered, French Uncovered, and Conversations, Grammar Hero, all, all of my books as well, um, which are all available on I will teach you a language.com, by the way. Um, all of these courses use my story learning methodology, which is learning through input, reading, and listening to stories that are designed for language learning. But as an introvert, this is powerful for you because that because you can you can control your study time. You can be alone at home by yourself, which is often where you need to be, right? And then learning with that kind of material through input-based learning because it's designed for self-study it means you can use that time when you're by yourself to really learn the language and make progress so focus on input-based learning and in case that's kind of obvious to you it's worth bearing in mind that most modern language learning methodologies follow what's known as the communicative approach and this is based on the on the on the view that the best way to learn language is to kind of learn some rules learn some words and phrases and then practice them straight away and that you kind of learn to speak you learn to you learn to you learn the language by by speaking it and practicing it and delib well it's more deliberately practicing the stuff that you're learning in speaking right that's a kind of that's that that's been the core methodology of the last 20 30 years in language education it's it's, it's starting to communicate right away that's what most people do Again, you are more of the initiated type because you're listening to this podcast, so you're not normal, right? So, but most of the world learns through a communicative approach, a kind of rules-based, study something, practice it immediately. Okay, so you know, if I could make one change in the world, I'd say I'd go out to everybody and grab them by the collar and say, give them a shake and say, look, stop that and start using input-based learning right away, reading and listening uh, from the start. That's going to, that's what's going to solve all of your problems you know when you can't when you the grammar confuses you when you can't remember uh vocabulary all this stuff all of those problems will be solved by switching to input-based learning and um again if you want to find out more about that check out my 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 various books and courses on the website that will uh give you a you know lay out a, a way for you to for you to learn that stuff it's great for introverts all right then, which leads us to the last one, to number eight. Introverts have superpowers. This relates to everything I've said so far, which is the idea of not considering 
your way of being, your way of learning as a disadvantage, but rather pivoting that and saying, right, what is my, how, 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 in what way is this an advantage for me? I mean, consider the opposite, right? Consider extroverts. Extroverts uh, can have a really hard time being alone. They get too anxious. They're like, oh, I've got to go out and find people. They draw all their energy from people. If you struggle to be alone, you can you have a hard time sitting down and studying, which is tough for language learning, right? It only kind of gives you one option. You can only learn via people. So for for extroverts, that's their superpower, right? Being with people and speaking the language. But they're for them, they what they struggle with is actually sitting down and studying by themselves. So as an introvert, um, okay, so you may you may struggle always being out and with people and speaking, but what are your strengths? What are the things that you like to do? Stop considering them as a weakness and think of them instead as a superpower. Because once you learn to harness those things, that is when you're going to begin to learn faster and enjoy language learning uh, much more. So there we go. A quick run through of these tips. And so number one is that being an introvert means different things to different people. Number two, there's no rush to start speaking. Number three, learning a language doesn't mean talking to strangers. Number four, create safe speaking environments. Number five, focus on a few strong relationships instead of meeting lots of random people. Number six, learn and practice common greetings. Number seven, focus on input-based learning. And number eight, introverts have superpowers. So what are yours? Don't consider them a weakness, turn them into a strength. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, favor from me, if you have a friend who is an introvert, you can think of somebody who you know who is who is an introvert or might be an introvert, but likes learning languages, do, do me a favor, click the whatever button is on your podcast app to share, get the get the share link, send it to them over email or WhatsApp and say, hey, go and check this out, listen to this, this will help you. Um, because introverts often kind of feel that they're, they're on their own. So share this episode with them and hopefully that will help encourage them and motivate them towards finding some success with their language learning. All right then, that's it from me. A lot of these tips, by the way, I'm um, I'm also kind of posting on my Instagram channel because I'm experimenting with some new content. So if you'd like to f- hear more about these, if you like these kind of um, these more succinct practical tips, then go and follow me on Instagram at I will teach you a language. And um, yeah, come and say hi. Leave a comment. Say hey, what I found you from the podcast. People do that from time to time, and it's really cool. <laughs> All right then, thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Throughout doing the podcast, one of the most, one of the saddest things actually that I've heard from people who leave messages for me for the show is that they feel very isolated when they are learning their languages. They'll tell me things like, nobody understands why I care about languages. No one just gets this language passion that I have and I feel very alone. And I know exactly what that is like. I've been through that for years. And that's one of the reasons that I started my Facebook community. Um, And it's a fantastic group with over 10,000, many more by this point, actually, over 10,000 language learners, just like you, just like me, people who are learning one language, who are just starting their first journey in language learning to those who already speak far more languages than me. It's a fantastic, supportive community, which is very, very well moderated. And I'd love to invite you to join. It's completely free. And if you'd like to join, you can go to Facebook and search for Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. That's on Facebook, search for Ollie Richards 
Fluency Mastermind. You'll need to um, request to be approved, but our moderators will approve you and you'll be in on the inside and you'll get all the support that you need. There'll be a place to ask and answer questions. Uh, I really think that you will enjoy it and benefit from it and I'd love to see you there. Once again, on Facebook, that is Ollie Richards Fluency Mastermind. I hope to see you there.